It's the holiday season. It sure is. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And here at Earwolf, we just want to spread some cheer or cheerwolf, if you will. Even if you won't. Even if you choose not to. It's there for you. Andrew T. and Tawny Newsom talk to Kulop, the <gasps> great Kulop Velisak, about uh, holiday racism on Yo! Is This Racist? And then over on Unspooled, uh, you can take a deep dive into AFI's favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, off book has not one, not two, but three holiday-themed musicals for you to indulge in. Oh, baby, baby. And surprise, all of the special holiday episodes of With Special Guest are out from behind the paywall as a gift to you. Yep. Be holidays. Uh, check out a very special Improv for Humans episode, The Best of the Bible. On Are You Talking R.E.M. Are Me? The Scots talk about every R.E.M. holiday single released and nothing else. Uh-huh. Sean and Hayes hit the slopes with Adam Pally on a very festive episode of Hollywood Handbook. And then on Beautiful Anonymous, Chris Gethard is taking calls for New Year's resolutions from you. Tune in on Earwolf's Facebook page December 21st at 2 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be uh, one of those uh, uh, holiday New Year's resolutions. Oh, people. baby, baby. Still haven't figured out what it's going to be. Marissa and Lister get a special listener call in with a heartfelt proposal on Womp It Up, followed by the Christmas Womptacular, released from beyond the paywall. That's right, beyond the paywall. Beyond the paywall. And if that's not enough, check out even more special holiday apps from Comedy Bang Bang and How Did This Get Made and Getting Curious and Who Chartered and Freedom. Happy holidays and merry cheer wolf to all. It's almost Christmas. No, and Finn is here. Finbar is here, folks. You might hear some faint whining in the background. Bringing a decidedly different energy to the studio than when Faye is here. Mm-hmm. He is a brash young man. He's headstrong. Uh-huh. He was the first out of his litter. The, uh, the, the, the person who was there said he came out, and put his chest right out, and said, here I am. Oh. And that's a little bit what he's doing uh, today. And he's also saying, you forgot to bring me anything to play with. And that's I'm in a room full of wires and chairs. Anyway, so you might, might hear some stuff. He is. He is. He's gorgeous. Is he going to be wearing any Christmas bows or ties or sweaters? Uh, he tends to reject that sort of thing, so no. Mm. But he will be in boarding for, uh, for a few days around uh, Christmas time. There's a wonderful place that uh, has uh, tons of outdoor play space. Oh, that's right. For a dog, they have webcams. You can sit and watch them all day long. Sometimes I do. That's my favorite TV show. Oh, the absolute best. How is Faye celebrating the season? She'll be with me twenty four seven. Okay, uh, we have arranged, we have like planned out the entire rest of our year so that she never has to be alone. Oh, I love it. Uh, so my mom's coming here, so we'll be uh, be together, and then she goes away, and then we're going to go to Laguna, and we ah. specifically plan that because it's a dog friendly hotel. Where she can go to the beach. Oh boy, that sounds like heaven. she's going to be living her best life. She will. So. Um, just for the listener, I want to explain what we're about to do. We did, uh, this year, a, a secret Santa, uh, just me and Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're going to do, uh, our gift exchange. Um, Matt, I drew your name. It's so weird. Cause I drew yours too. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Sorry, Finn. Well, that's okay. Listen, he, every day is, is Christmas for, uh, for a young dog. Um, okay. Sh- should we do it? Yeah. All right. Here we okay. go. Am I opening mine first? Okay. I don't. Care. All right, all right, all right. I want you to know that that's the best wrapping job I've ever done. 
It's a pretty good wrapping job. It is now, a it is, C minus. If I was looking at the front, I'd think solid. On the back, we're seeing some edges and some things are, oh. are, are a little tattered. I can't I can't do it. I this can't. is a, a book-like object Maybe. that I'm holding. And I'm gently ripping open this gorgeous Merry Christmas paper. His own way out. The Rise Up series book one by Taylor Saracen. I, let me give a little explanation. Helix Studios, uh, yeah. makers of uh, what you would call uh, twink porn, has is now uh, has branched into the biography business. What? And uh, and they are doing uh, biographies of their stars, uh, much in the same way that you might come across, like when you were in fifth grade and you had to read a biography of Harriet Tubman and then give an oral report on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. But it's for uh, twink porn stars. Uh, the first in the series um, is about one Blake Mitchell. He is uh, he is both a uh, he started on uh, on Chatterbait. I, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, moved on to to Helix Studios. Uh-huh. He's a prominent YouTuber as well. Um, and uh, it's his story of high school and then uh, and then moving on to his adult life of uh, uh, fucking on camera and. Uh, the, these are novels, but so this is not a real. Oh no, it's real. It is a literal biography of a literal, let's say, twenty-two-year-old. Now they're calling this a se- rise up, a series of new. I'm looking at the back. Yeah, a series of new adult novels that illuminates pivotal movements in the lives of LGBTQ youth. Huh. Each novel features a fresh protagonist and his experience navigating the ups and downs. I'm wondering if maybe they're just a little fuzzy on the definition of the word novel. I think that's exactly right. Because you're saying Blake Mitchell is a real person. He is a real is person. his real story. It is his real story. I And I'm not saying – were you familiar with Blake Mitchell's body of work before? I got familiar with it just before I, I did a search for Blake Mitchell just to see what else was out there. Okay. And then the book came up. Okay. I, I zapped it right to my Kindle so that there would be no paper trail. Because uh-huh. I don't, you know, I, I mean, I would, I want you to have it. Oh, I don't I'm, want it necessarily. I'm very in my house. excited to have it, and I'm going to give you a book report afterwards. Yeah, you are. Well, we can discuss. It can be book club because I took it down in one afternoon. It is, um, it is truly the story of like a uh, teenager making every mistake in the world before finally finding his purpose, and it's wow. in its way a beautiful thing. It says, Blake Mitchell knows a bit about enough things and a lot about a few. Yeah. While the teenager is unsure of which direction to take in life, he's aware the road he's on is a direct route to desolation. Being outed as bisexual in the bluegrass state is alienating, and the events to follow are worse. Still, Blake is driven by any means necessary to make something more of himself. Identifying an opening, Blake paves a path and finds his own way out. That's right. That's right. I'm so excited to read this novel. Yeah. Question mark. I guess, yeah, to the folks at Helix Studios, any pieces of paper between two covers is uh, is a novel. Um, thank um, you business so much. Report I'm is a really novel. excited to read this. And this a also newspaper is a novel. Makes me realize that in 2019, we've got to talk to some porn performers. I Sure. It's shocking that we haven't interviewed it is weird, one it? yet. Yeah. It's so strange. Um, I, I'd love to start to start with Blake Mitchell. He is uh, he is uh, truly uh, charismatic. Um, he's, he's he's an interesting character. I think you'll and enjoy. Just to, just to his own way drill down on this a little bit, you yeah. discovered this because you heard about the book. No, first? no, I was I was I had was having some alone time, and I okay, just so- through a series of keystrokes ended up on a Blake Mitchell video. Not 
I will tell you, not my traditional cup of tea. Well, that's Little what young. I was interested in. Is yeah. that I, he, this Helix Studios, I'm not even aware of it because not my cup of tea either. Right. Me, and I yeah. was surprised to hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, but just an undeniable, I mean, obviously super handsome and charismatic and just one of those where you're just like, hmm, this guy's got something. And then it turns out he does something. He has, uh, he does have something. It is called a, uh, it's called a biography of a 22 year old uh, porn actor. Very excited. So there you go. For our oral reports. Come on. Hey. I love it. Okay. So this is a little something for Dave Holmes. Oh. And the, so the card on the cover is not actually a card from me. Oh. It's a card for, where I went, I went to a holiday gathering. Yeah. Uh, I can explain more later, but there were these little, I think they're called, um, like, like cards of beauty. And they were oh. like, the person who was giving these out said, pick a few of these for your loved one, just whatever you're drawn to. And there's a secret message in there just for that person. Oh. So it's sort of like psychically find, you know, feeling uh, into a message oh. meant for you. I see. Mine, for example, that I drew for myself simply said, you are the treasure. Not a treasure, but the treasure. You are the treasure. Which was a powerful message. So I enjoy that. Yours says. Oh, okay. I can't get into it. Because not only can I not wrap, I can't open it. Oh, it's small. Okay. You are a precious jewel. You are a, I'm a precious jewel. You're the treasure. I'm one among many precious jewels. I mean, not to be nitpicky, but but it is a little diminished. It's a little undermining, isn't it? Simply to be a precious jewel is, uh, I I mean, I got to agree. You are a precious jewel. And you you are the precious jewel. Thank you. And I find you to be the treasure as well. So thank Thank you. you. Did you do? Were they face up or? They were just face in down. those in those sealed little cards like that. Oh, I see. So you so didn't know what was. It in was there. like yeah, it was like picking a card. It was like think about the person that you want to draw this for. And so, oh wow, I got one for Michael and my mom and uh, my best friend Aaron and, and you. Or, or I wonder if there are any like that are like mm, try harder. Well, you know it seems I mean? like yours is kind of. Like, it is a little bit, isn't it? It is a little bit. Well, there's some room for growth <laughs> in 2019. If I would like to be the precious jewel. Now this is this is a larger. It's a larger box. Yeah, but I've been I've been burned before, and not in but not a heavy box. Not a heavy box at all. So it's almost as though a, a an Amazon box has been repurposed in some way. That's exactly what is that exactly what the deal is? In my family, everything comes in a Brooks Brothers box. You know, father and two brothers, and oh sure, all sure, our sure. dress shirts and little little sweater vests would come from Brooks Brothers, and so now literally everything that you get for Christmas comes in a bag from Brooks Brothers. That was a little taste of uh, the Holmes family lore. Okay, this is impossible to get into, Matt. Oh boy, there you go. There it is. I wish you could see Finn's face right now, sitting here like a little gentleman. Okay. An, another envelope that says Dave. The whole fa- I did I did the old just put a tiny envelope in a big box I move. It. it was a real switcheroo. Okay. <gasps> Stop it! Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Now this is this would this look is... better if I had uh, color ink in my printer because no. there is a whole logo that's supposed to be on it that oh. simply didn't come out. Okay, but that's okay. <laughs> May I explain to the listener? This is one astrological snapshot with Heidi Rose Robbins, which I've been talking about doing forever, yeah. but we never do for my stars. It's I'm sorry, she's astrologer to the stars. Oh my god, uh, this is so exciting! Thank you very much. You're so welcome. That is so th- this is comment. like the, it's a snapshot, so it's not the full tilt boogie reading, but okay. it is it is the perfect entryway. Uh-huh. I think she can even do it over the phone with you, but you do have to find out the exact place and time you were born. Okay, I think I know that. Do you know what time you were born? Yeah, I do. I, um, I, I do. 
Uh, I, I talked about, yeah, it's like 10 something at night. Because this not is important. where you're going to get into not just your sun, which is what everybody knows. That's yeah. the like, what are what is your sign? I'm a Pisces. You're, so you're a Pisces sun, but you're also going to learn, once you tell Heidi your uh-huh. place and time you're born, you're going to learn your moon and you're going to learn your rising. Wow. And though, that's when you really start to get into the good shit. Okay. Oh, I've, I've wanted to do this for a long time, but it's the kind of thing that I would never, ever do for myself. You're going to love it. It's like massages. I have issues with that because it's just like it's time I, I can't. Yeah, and it, All and I'd be it, thinking about is the money that I'm wasting. It feels too self-indulgent. It does. To do, yeah. Oh, see, that is a perfect gift. Thank you. I'd like a full, I'd like an oral report on your uh, reading oh, after you, you get it. You better believe you're getting it, treasure. And that so that, those cards came from. I went to a, uh, a, a a ladies' gathering that I go to with Heidi every year, uh-huh. uh, and that just at the end of the year, a holiday tradition and. Uh, she had a, a friend of hers make. Actually, I can't remember if she makes those cards or her friend makes those cards. But that's where I got your okay. your a precious jewel message. Every everything was was handmade. Yes, very thoughtful. Matt, you are the treasure. Oh, and you Merry are, Christmas. You are the precious jewel. I don't Thank give you. a shit what that card says. <laughs> and you know who is a, uh, a mystical priestess? Oh. Uh, the precious jewels of all precious jewels. Yeah. Um, the uh, the funk queen of the universe, yeah. by which I mean not a weird smell, but like uh, an uh, just an awesome thumping beat yes. that you want to dance to, yes. but in person form, Sabrina Jalice. That's who. You've heard her on here before when we were up at, uh, what do you call it, Yuck-em-ups in Montreal. That's right, the old Yuck-em-up fest. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted her all to ourselves, and we got her, and she's coming up after the break. Uh, Do you have trouble sleeping? Always. Well, you're not alone. Sleep is essential to our health and happiness, and it's hard to do. What's your bedtime routine, dude? Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, Go to bed around 10. Uh Um, I will either put on um, one of the Chicago's, Chicago uh, Med, Chicago PD, uh, Chicago Fire. Um, these are shows that are impossible to connect to emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's just noise. Um, they follow some very um, common uh, network TV beats. Yeah. You always know what's coming. Gets me right off to sleep. Wow, fascinating. Yeah. When you, you said Chicago, I thought that you meant one of the Chicago's, like one of the versions of the soundtrack. Yeah, I do some Gwen Verdon and some Anne Ryan King. Yeah. yeah, no. What do you do? Oh, God. I'm a disaster. Really? I mean, I'm taking this and I'm taking that. Hey. And- don't take anything. What? Don't take anything. I have, I have advice. What I have do I thing. do? I have a thing. Hold on. I'm going to read it because okay. I want to make sure I get it right. Okay. Tell me. It's called Calm. It is the number one app for sleep, meditation, relaxation. Apple named it its app of the year last year. <gasps> and there are like dozens of apps. At this least is the best one. dozens. Yeah. If you head to calm.com slash homophilia, which is the show that you co-host with me, you get uh, 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of premium programs, including st- sleep stories. What sleep stories? I almost said sleep stories. Oh, But that'll keep you up all night. <laughs> sleep stories. Bedtime tales for grown-ups that are designed to quiet your mind and relax your body. You can go to the lavender fields of France, already very relaxing. You add Stephen Fry as narrator. Boom, you're out like a light. Or you can explore New Zealand with Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones. But what about, Dave, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, but no, 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 I, want, I need like some, some guided meditations on topics like anxiety and stress and sleep and Matt, some soothing music. Matt, Matt, calm down. 
calm down and go to calm because they have those things oh, to calm you down. Baby, baby. Oh, yeah. For a limited time, homophilia listeners and hosts can get 25% off a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash homophilia. I am heading over to calm.com slash homophilia. Uh huh. Unlimited access to all of Calm's incredible content that'll have you drifting off to dreamland in no time. Please don't do it behind the wheel of a car. Get started today at calm.com slash homophilia and then get to sleep. God's sake. Friends, we are back with Sabrina Jalees. Ooh, I get to come right in. Yeah, you do. So good. Why not? There was great Vanderpump rules talk that I don't want to miss. Well, what we were just talking about? By just talking about it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you were smart to roll. This is hot, hot Mm -hmm. shit. It's hot shit. We're talking about Britney. Is she playing the long game? Is she an actress? Is she really in control? Is Jax just a a potty in her hands, Pawn? I was stuck between Pawn and Putty and it came out. He's both. He's He's, all those things. I I don't think so. I think James's girlfriend is trying to be that with like uh, pretending to be emotional about this. You know that that man is not, you guys do not have a love connection. That man is not, I don't think she's. What are you implying about James? I I can't um, imagine. That he might be truly in his heart a throw-homosexual. But I also don't, I get it. We're in a modern land where truly, I think future, future, gay men can date gay women, maybe. You know, yeah, like there's a genderlessness to the actual future, future. But in terms of obviously, he's sick in the head, James. He's sick in the head. Yeah, he's yeah. walking up to girls being like, You're fat, mm-hmm. and walking away. Like, why do you want to cause so much pain? Yeah, Bibby, is unwell. it because, is it because you're in pain? Mm-hmm. Hurt people, hurt people, Sabrina. <clears throat> also, um, they're all on Adderall, as uh, you know, that's just a theory. I'm not allegedly. Yeah, Adderall's a tricky one. You can't just keep on taking it, I guess. And when you're mixing it with booze. No, mixing it with booze is bad Big drama. I want to talk briefly about James's roommate. Now, this is we've only seen him a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. James lives in an apartment with a guy who's like. 55. That's hilarious because remember that testimonial where he's like, people are jealous of me. They're jealous of my sweet house, the things I do. Yeah. And it's like, what, DJing at a restaurant and having a roommate in like a weird apartment that has hospital blinds? Uh-huh. <laughs> it has that up and down long, like, we're sick in here yeah. Yeah. vibes. It's, he's an older what? guy who, wear, who wears like the jeans with the fancy pockets. An older uh, gay gentleman, I, and I a, just an older person. Oh, sorry. I just, I'm I, of a I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like everybody. Like I think there's a thing now where it's like that whole don't accuse homophobic people of being gay because right. it's a ne- it makes being gay sound negative. But shame is actually the negative part, and it's right. and oftentimes unhappy people are, ma- are are there to make other people unhappy, especially when it comes to like bullying about sex and sexuality because. What a what better hobby is there than to like extinguish the thing that you're the most afraid of? Yeah, that's exactly. I it. can't believe I just riffed that. Wow, yeah. this is I why you're here. I can't believe I just landed that. My jaw is on the floor. Oh. And I I don't think that there's anything sexual necessarily going on between those two, but I do think because I, I think they're both super. I think up. he also gets really wasted to do things. Sure, and mm. I think the older guy said to him like. You'll you get a deal on rent if you, you know, you can hang out without your pants on. 
You know Wait, what I mean? You oh, there's an older. It's an older underwear. roommate. Ew. And we'll just. We'll, it's an older guy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Then, like then the place. whole stuff with Lala gets a little more. Yeah. Intricate. Mm-hmm. Do we ever get to the bottom of James and the guy that, who was a friend of somebody? Oh who my was god! Like, there was a whole storyline about him being gay. Yeah, he was like, oh, right, we yeah. had sex. Oh my yeah. god! Yes, guys, great. We're we're the fucking. We knew it. Yeah, we knew it because we, we learned it, but we forgot it and we knew it. And Jax too. Jax too had his had his old gay moment. Girl, right? all, oh, of yeah. all of them. I mean, oh, of come course. on. Of course, everybody, everybody. There's a lot of misguided happening on that show but that's the hook of the show is like that's the the what you what you're guaranteed that's what you come you for. come in here you're gonna mm-hmm. see some sloppy people making bad decisions some people basically saying sincerely this is what i want and then the person that they're in love with being like i might fucking dump her next week or i might do coke off my james nose i didn't land that one <laughs> well, that's clear i went did. into a character no it was protected by the character but that was nothing and just to <laughs> Let's clarify be clear that was, was not that character was someone other than james but does this coke is... off of james's nose my name's kennedy and i'm on vanderpump <laughs> you think you love me you have no idea <laughs> I also, because I started the idea so confident, like, when you walk into that show, what you'll receive is <laughs> <Yep>. this guy. <laughs> He's one of the people in the, you know, in the, in the, in the credits when it's so, there's so many people that can't fit in all the frame. One oh of them is Kennedy. What about this web series? Vanderpump Dishwashers. Yes. Talking about the show. Yeah. And, and some of them, like, sometimes... Kristen stops by just to oh, fuck one fun? of them. Yeah, let's flesh out the Sgt. Pepper cover that is that uh, that show's title card. There are like 75 people <sighs> on there, and yeah. we know I'm, eight of them. Do you know that your podcast people cross over with Vanderpump? Because already people are not listening to this episode if they don't watch Vanderpump. Or do we they got, just... I, I, people, people seem to get excited when we talk about Vanderpump. Okay. Yeah. I hate to yeah. get in my business brain, yeah. but... I, I, sure. <laughs> watch it very sporadically, but I come in with very um, hot takes and uh, uninformed opinions. Sure. Okay. So the show runs on. Um, then I had one more thought about it. Please. Um, oh, fuck. What was it? You'll cut this space out, right? Yeah, Maybe. Oh, oh, feels kind of good. No, it's not. To just watch Wait. your gears turn. Oh, shit. Yeah. What just was be it? In this to see you in process. Okay, I'm just like going to breathe deep. Yeah. This is, I, I've been to a therapist four times, and uh, she tells me to just breathe deep, and I think it's a great tip. Yeah. I'm doing it now. Guys I'll sometimes home. get, if I, if I get a, like a real good breath in, my therapist will go, that was a good one. <laughs> it feels Does nice. Does she guide you through breathing? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, Okay. Yours does, no. yeah. Sometimes, like last time I went was two days ago, and it was my that was my fourth time, and I'd been traveling, and I walked in and was like, "Here's the updates. I got this. I got that." And she was like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Like, let's be here. Let's like sit here and be here." Mm. And then I like trembled and breathed, and was <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I guess I've been on the go." It's hard, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. But I felt that even in this room when you said it, I was like, "Yeah, let's be." Here. Yeah, let's be here. Let's do one deep breath and the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go, guys. You too. Okay, I'm gonna unfill my lungs. <sighs> one deep breath. <sighs> Excellent. Yeah, that felt. Good. I had to do mine into the mic just to make people feel connected to the process yeah, i enjoyed that i kind of cheated mine to the mic too i uh i was concentrating on my shoulders loosening them mm. oh, finding this, my center 
I wish that at the end of that I found the Vanderpump memory, but it's gone. Oh, oh God. It's okay. I might bring it up later. Yeah. God, now we're all just kind of in a mellow place. I've never been so present. <laughs> Can you title this one present? Yeah. Well, it's normally the guest name, but this time it's just going to be present. Oh, my God. I, I knocked myself off the title by being too chill. <laughs> <laughs> You're our... One of our only returning guests. No Joel, way. Sort of. Brian and Joel Guys. are the only other return. It's like on SNL you know, when they have the oh, like, five-time really tur- club. Turn them around. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk to someone twice? Only very, very special people. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so happy. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, the first time we had you and Brian Safi and Joel and yeah. uh, and they're all stars. great. But we wanted you to ourselves. I mean, now I'm just really loosening up. Now yeah. the breaths are coming at ease. I'm going to pull this mic down a little, Go lean back in my chair. What's also great about this is that uh, this was Sabrina's first time at Deer Wolf Studios. Yeah, right? So it's like a whole thing here. Yeah, hasn't really been on Throwing Shade. Those motherfuckers haven't gotten to her yet. Mm. Those bitches at no, Comedy No, Throwing Bang, Shade Bang I actually was supposed to be on, but then oh. I went to I had to go work in Toronto. Shit. I had knew to it. go acting. I did acting. Mm. Acting. I, what do you guys think of acting? I uh, wish I could do it. It's a little bit yeah. for the birds in that you sit in a trailer for so long. And oh, then of course. it's like so much. I'm so happy as a writer as like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for creating things right. because on that end, you just get like uh, you're just kind of. Treated like a piece of meat a little yeah. bit. Yeah, totally. I mean, right? Totally, totally. And then like the worst is people that are just in that insular world where they're getting their makeup done and they're shooting and then they don't really uh, get the behind their back if they're not nice to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just a little little chapter called fame, guys. That's, yeah. That's a little ditty I like to call it's a, a day in the life of uh, Sabrina. What were you uh, shooting in Toronto? Oh, I was shooting my friend's show, Baroness Von Sketch. People weren't like that there. Okay. I don't know why I went into that riff, but I thought that <laughs> one of you guys would relate and be like, oh, yeah, we've done acting and then uh-huh. uh, we we've can shit talk trailer life. Yeah. Well, I would call a, what I mean. I'm acting, but I'm I guess acting. I have been paid to do it a few times, but yeah. I don't know what I did when I was there. I actually, it's bad publicity for me because it makes me seem like unappreciative of uh, roles. But um, here's what I want to say. Sabrina Julius, she'll be happy she's cast. She'll be mad she's in the trailer too long. And she literally gets cast not enough times to feel this passionately. <laughs> like yeah. It's totally like I do acting once in like two months and I'm like, guys, trailer life is crazy. <sighs> well, I tell you, I mean, you do. I mean, if you talk about being present, you, you sort of can't. When yeah. you when you're doing things like that, because my experience and sounds like yours is yeah. like you have a couple of lines mm-hmm. and it takes a whole day and six hours of it you're just sitting by yourself and with yeah. nothing to do but spin out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And totally. Yeah, I mean, just like you, you only psych yourself out. Yeah, and then also like you're doing this thing that all. Uh, I just I feel great. Uh, this is what I this is what I feel. Um, if my son, Wolfie, cutie, little baby Wolfie, 10 mm. months old, superstar, little, love him. If he wanted to be an actor, I would say. Oh, right Ooh, in his face. She answer. does her own sound effects. <laughs> um, I would say I would burp and then I would say, okay, then you have to write. Then you have to like, also write. You have yeah. to create things. Because yeah. I think that that's the part, you know, and something that's like w- living in L.A., there's like an aspect like this. 
the darkness comes, I think, from only depending on going out on auditions and what other yeah. people open doors for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And he can write his own stuff. He can He write, can write his own stuff. And then he does yeah, he can go out and go on audition. He look, the truth is Wolfie's been in a share video. A official yeah. share yeah. oh music yes. video. I, I forgot I'm all about so this. Share's cover of ABBA's SOS. Yeah, which you are also in. I'm also in it. But I was the, I so what, since he was born I've been like <laughs> saying that monologue that I just told you. Uh, but because like this a star like this was idea, born in that moment. A star was born in that moment and I was like oh, I'm not going to let him in this dirty business. <sighs> when he wants to write that's when he'll, you know. And then I was on set for the share video my friend Jake was directing it and he was like hey do you think Wolfie could swing by tomorrow? I was like yeah I'll drive, yeah I'll be at what time do you need him there? I'll, like I uh, <laughs> I he's available. Because it was the idea of uh, imprinting him in time like that. I mean, I can't imagine a better way to do it. And he is He's so, so cute good looking. in it. And he looks up at me at the end and it's just so cute. He's the only boy. It's all girlies. Can you name all these all these ladies in it? Rumor Willis. Wow. Trace Lizette. Oh, my God. Sabrina Jalise. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Betty Who. Yes. Um, my, oh, now it's going to get bad. But people, yeah. cutie people, Vela, the, this chick Vela, um, help me out. Come on, you guys pick, know. I can picture, yeah. the, I can picture a, the, a beautiful image of you all together in like a, like a sun. So there was some yeah, sun-kissed was imagery. Yeah, there was it yeah. Was it like 10 magic hours in a row or did you actually bang it out in one day? Well, here's the thing about that one. I got cocky on that one because Jake is my friend and they brought me in super early and it was clear that I wasn't going to get a shot for a long time. And I think Shauna and I were going to go to Ojai the next day. And so we or no, not the. But anyway, I needed to get my pussy waxed for sure. (laughs) There was a context where it's like I don't get my pussy waxed often, but when I do, it's I've got it's because I've got to do it. Uh, It's that time. Yeah. About a month and a half, two months. This is not correct. Probably two months at least. But I I ran out. I got a group on for a Brazilian and I ran out and got a Brazilian. And then I got a phone call from them being like, your shot's coming up. And I was like, literally like uh, (laughs) hugging my like it like a sketch comedy, like naked from the waist down and hugging my knees. And she was waxing my butt. (laughs) And I was like telling her because I had to pick up the call. I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. So just like uh, anyways. (laughs) And then you I got back on time. Yeah, I got back on time, just on time for the shot. But uh, may I ask, do you have a a regular person for For pussy wax? No, because it's expensive to do regular. Now I got actually a package from European Wax Center. Uh, I'll hold for applause. (laughs) It actually hard wax is so much better. And that's I just got like, do you ever get waxed? That's yeah. a yes from Dan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and hard wax is the way, right? Let her speak. Don't silence her. <laughs> oh, you've been in the distance. That's why I've you were in, in the distance. distance. Okay. I will just comment and say. <laughs> I just yelled at a lady on a cliff. <laughs> hey, do you wax your pussy? I'll comment and say that. I'm on Vanderpump rules. <laughs> Mine, I go to an amazing, amazing place in North Hollywood. Highly recommend. Uh, like strip wax is what it's called. I think they actually. I mean, but hard wax is so but good. But hard wax is amazing. But they they do both for me, and the and the, the regular one is fine. They use. What do you mean they do both? They use uh different wax for different places. Whoa, that's oh. cool. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Some detail right. work. Yes. Oh yeah, because it's like. The, the hard wax. Look. You've got your name <laughs> written intricately into your bush. They 
I mean, if I'm if I'm getting it, it's yeah. all gone. I'm not gonna mess around. Yeah, but leave a little bit of a or so, top, yeah, leave a top little styling. bit or nothing. I don't have, I don't have no shame. I have been for years circling around the idea of getting like a Brazilian. I guess you would. Really? Oh yeah, I've never done it. Oh and my god. Part of the thing is I don't have a trusted resource who is like this is the guy. I have European Wax of, Center is really good, and I hope that they you know give us all discounts. They, oh yeah, they, 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 they need to sponsor or, the show. I yeah. love my place too, and I'm sure that they do. They do Are men they, there too. Guys? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's like I actually I'm pretty positive they have like men's like wax. Like I think they do like back and stuff like yeah. that. Well, so, because I started to research and what, and they were like, yeah, and you're gonna want some downtime. We're gonna give you an antibiotic cream because it is gonna. It was basically like you're gonna bleed from this and like what on mm. your. Your butt, what? and I was like, no, 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 that's no, no, crazy. We're looking that. at each other like that's crazy because we know that you are not going to. I'll say, what are you getting waxed? Like, well, I haven't gotten anything waxed, you're, but I, but I understand a Brazilian to be like around the crotch region and then all underneath, and then uh, you know. But think about like us, like it's side. they use the hard wax in the most sensitive areas. We'll put it like that. Like the uh, most, like like if they're like really yeah. underneath, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, so if you're fine, I should be fine. Yeah, it? and also yeah. it blows my mind when women are like, "Oh my god, Brazilians are the worst." And I'm like, "You don't go to a good place." I've I would never had gotten a even a bikini wax. I went right to Brazilian, and it was fine. It's totally fine. Huh. Dave, what yeah. kind of waxing are you getting done? <laughs> um, uh, just a little landing strip. Having a naked you know butt. Centimeter? No. no, no, I never have. I never have. Even your bum, is, it feels nice to have it smoothie, smoothie doony. I know that's <laughs> taking very a poopy too to is me. really nice. <laughs> wow, no, I've never. I mean, done I'm it. a Pakistani girl, so I've got things to take care of, and I'm also like a butcher girl, so I'm not like I don't really like the oppression factor of like having to groom myself all the time. But then mm. my wife likes to like uh, have sex with me more if I'm more groomed. So, I'm, and then I guess I feel like the smoothness is really nice. Okay, I want I I want that for myself, and I don't know why I keep uh, getting scared off from it. You're well, because it. it could potentially hurt badly, yeah, and make you bleed out of your butt. Apparently, no. but uh, that's not happening to anyone else. It's no, not going to make you. Thinking. I wish that that person didn't say that. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty harrowing bit. image to <laughs> hang over you. Yeah, it, the only thing that's embarrassing about it is that's kind of funny. Is that like when they do the front or whatever, like my girl will be like, "All right, like get on your stomach," and you have to like essentially hold your butt open to let that for, is for her part to of do a Brazilian it. No, you do yeah. like a doggy right? style pose. Or I, I actually don't do I just like lay on my stomach that when I do it. Or when oh, she when she I think asks I always me to get it. on my knees because it makes it spread. Yeah, I she's oh, like yeah. just hold your like butt cheeks. I guess open. it's like a you can't do a move that she doesn't tell you to you can't yeah, be like, I'm like all right. she can't say right. get on your tummy and you're like doggy style and your <laughs> yeah. asshole towards you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm telling you it's not bad. And huh. also I just got my legs waxed for the first time because people I had said too. it was the worst ever. They're like, it's worse than a Brazilian. And it was fine. It was totally huh. fine. I have a lot of heat about this because I think that I have friends that have had bad experiences. And I'm like, just go to a place with five stars on Yelp. Okay. <laughs> and um, you'll be fine. Have you done a colonic? Uh, while we're downstairs. Don't even get me started on the hydrocolon therapy I bought in downtown Brooklyn okay. for $30 okay, off you, you don't Groupon, and it left me with a cut in my butt. Oh, <gasps> my God. This, so this is not a, a, a Good real experience. This is a... It's a, where they put a tube in your butt, and then they throw water up there and, like, wash out your 
like extra poop that's up in your tunnels. Oh, it's like they're giving you like, a, like an enema basically that you can yeah. buy at a store, but they're yeah. doing it for you. It was so bad, guys. Wow. I really wish I could take back that moment. It was like this big fucking machine and it smelled like shit. And then I just Whoa. like, and it was like, I was thinking as I was doing it, like these people maybe got like $15 to do this. Like this is such a weird place. Like, why did I do this? Oh, that is not an area where you want to economize. I and say, then you're just hooked up to money. the machine with water going in and out of your butt. And yeah. you're just like booping into this fucking I, well, I gross like, 80s looking first computer. Yeah. I can recommend a place in uh, Studio City. Yeah. It was run by a, a woman who uh, loves colon hydrotherapy. Mm. Uh, she was uh, addicted to methamphetamines. But uh, she got clean with the help of colonics. What? And then decided to kind of spread the gospel of them. I love her origin story. Yeah, it's interesting. I find, like, what? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Someone kicking drugs from washing their bum. Washing their butt a lot. (laughs) Um, It's a little more than 30 bucks. uh, But she's in there with you and she'll massage your stomach. I mean, I hope it's more than 30 bucks. I hope no one's doing this for 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, and, but she, you know, she does it for the money, but also for the love of it. And okay. that's, I think, the difference. I love that I know this backstory about and her. There, And you're in kind of a, like a half bathtub. I don't think I'm going to do it again, to be honest. I okay. think I messed myself up. Oh, yeah. Even, even like a high-end version, even a trusted. I'm Even scared. Annabelle? That's her name, Annabelle. Uh, I did it once and you're, you know, you're with her and you're, and you're going. Yeah. And, and it co- it goes out of you down a drain and then like through a, uh, a pipe. <laughs> Which in this case was clear. So she, as she was talking to me and massaging my oh. stomach, she was watching what was going by. And she, honestly, we were, we were having a conversation and oh she God. like saw something go by and she watched it. And then she said, I'm so sorry. I'm such a voyeur. Because she was just so fascinated by what was I mean, this is out. like a really wild experience. It Did was she pretty tell you incredible. what she saw? Uh, yeah, I thought uh, it was going to be like, I just saw the ghost of your mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she, well, I didn't ask. In fairness, I did not ask. Are you uh, just naked? What would you, she, no, you're, if you're, you could wish for one thing to be that thing, what would it be? Everybody do one. Oh, God. It's got to be realistic. Mm, okay. Or it doesn't have to be. I've changed the rules. Mm. Example being... Uh, example being a really rare coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a piece I of thought, gold bouillon. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more like something you want to let go, like my, my oh, issues with my father. Yeah, like yeah. fear, yeah. like yeah, fear yeah. of every attack. <laughs> I think I'm the most afraid of like physical... Like I can't... My wife loves watching these dark, like in the first 48, like murders that are going to happen and you can, and they've happened. And uh-huh. so then I'm like staring at the patio door type thing. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. What That's fear? What would, like, okay, so like, now uh, change the question. What fear would you let out of your butthole? Oh <laughs> man! Uh, for me, fear uh, fear of just uh, I my like OCD thing uh, before auditions is like I'm gonna go in and then like as soon as I'm supposed to start saying lines or whatever, I'm just gonna like shit myself or start crying and never stop or just like become a baby basically. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's where my OCD brain goes. So it's like an anxiety that you like, would like fall apart emotionally yeah. at the audition? Yeah. And I'm oh never God. emotionally connected to them. You know what I'd say? What? Deep ass breath. Deep breath. Yeah. That does help. Yeah. It does Deep help. Deep ass breath. Deep too. ass breath. All the way into your ass. Yeah. That's an interesting one. It's a weird one. Yeah. It's, well, do you, uh, yeah. then you must feel it like just any time of like a pressure time. 
any time of like serious where I feel like I'm being observed, uh-huh. you know? Well, that makes sense too, because life is so like, I remember feeling kind of that way when I first met my wife, uh-huh. like seeing her and being like, the stakes could not be higher. Right. I have to land this kickflip. Yeah. Like all those times in the beginning when we're talking about Vanderpump or whatever. And it's like, you land a sentence. It's like, you have to come across. She had like tattoos. She was dancing. She was like, just so in herself. And like, I wanted to be at her party, you know? Yeah. And I was just this little Canadian Pakistani girl. Just like, uh, want just like, what do you say? Hey, you know, what do you say? I just like tried so many times before I finally gave her my business card. But like those moments where, you know, that something, the stakes are high. Yeah. Oh, showcasing for stand up. I used to go fucking crazy too. So that what was, did you do? I did embarrassing things. Like I yeah. wasn't in my body. Uh-huh. I just like autopiloted through a thing, not for my wife, but like the lesson with stand up yeah. was definitely like I started when I was young, and like when there was in, an important showcase, I would just feel the anxiety around. And the comics too. I made the mistake probably too of like, um being around a lot of people who are nervous too. Oh, um, yeah. you know, cause the whole yeah. point of what we're doing is connecting. And then once you put all this emphasis on it, then it become it, you know, it can really become just, uh, postured and like, so, you know, like you're just like selling it. Like it's performed. It's not the person of- who wrote it. That's saying it. It's the person that's selling it. And it's like desperate, you know, yeah. it's like, it's a, yeah. Yeah. But I've, but you know, it took me, I think a long time to breathe that out. Like, I think it's probably with no matter what you do, a journey to like get to shake that, like yeah. you to, have to, to realize that like, Oh no, the, this is not fucking working. And you have to have the shows where you're phoning it in and where you're, you're posturing and doing all that stuff in order to get it out of your system. And And also that like some things are for you and some things are not for you, but it doesn't actually like, I remember like in New York getting a manager was like a thing, you know? And like getting a comedy central thing was like a thing. But when I look back, the perspective is like, Oh, like the things that I was going to get, I was going to get like, those are the things that was the, the, the desk, the, the, it was all like the doors were opening. The yeah. man, it was, that was going to manifest. Mm-hmm. It was, and I can only block myself by pretending like there's some kind of pressure I need to put on myself to like get the thing. And that's the way I think about like writing on shows too now or like projects. Like I wrote a pilot this year. I think if I would have done that a long time ago, I would have put maybe this pressure of like, it's gotta be, it's, you know, this is the big shot. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I've been at this for a while and I'm like, oh, this was a great opportunity. The best thing I can do is write something funny from there. It's like, you know, you're dealing with like network TV. You're dealing with like selling a product at Walmart. It's not uh-huh. like something to get emotional about. And that, and with regards to like notes and collaborating with people at, that are, are, you know, in the studio and the network side, it's like, yeah, let's all collaborate. You guys know shit. Like you guys mm-hmm. are, are selling to a market that you're very familiar with. Yeah. I, 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 have this like I guess I mean not a theory but I've just been thinking a lot lately about the idea that like in a weird way I do think we all ultimately all get what we want it's just that it often comes much later after you've already learned the lesson that you don't actually need it and you've kind you kind of don't want it anyway and you're or, always like hungry for some other thing too yeah it's all these like conquests it's like we had our had our baby earlier this year in January and like immediately people, the question is like, when's that next one? Yeah. What's happening with that next one? And it's like, 
this is the most present I want to be. Like, I want to be the most present right now. But it is it is addictive in that way, like happiness and like abundance. It's like mm-hmm. you want, you know, I, right. I really like. Yeah, I, I guess today, maybe I got my period earlier today, but I was being so emotional, like we're taking this beautiful trip to Thailand and it's like been like such an abundant year, you know, and I felt like this uh, guilt about it. Mm hmm. Um, my period was really making it like a bigger thing than it needed to be. Like really what it needs to be. And truly what I was talking to Shauna about on the phone on the way here is like, I want to give back. Like I want to like, we should do a charity thing. Like we should do it. We need to set that intention and do it. Um, you were feeling guilty, like too many good things, too many good things. Like, you know, not, and not, this is total. I just want to say it's total period, like periodly more emotional, but it's a feeling that's in me. You know, we just like, I'm, this is like gonna now be show off central, but like we're, our, we're like flying first class for the first time. And like all these things that like, I, you know, like it's cool yeah yeah but then it's also like uh there's darkness in the world like you know you're enjoying these luxuries but like there's so many people that need guys i'm pouring my heart to you i'm and, with you I and now it. you know why i, I it. get it and 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 there's a feeling of like not only do am, am i do i feel so privileged right now in a way that is is probably gross but it's sure to go away any second, right? Like the 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 bottom's gonna fall out any moment. Yeah, I guess like for me more uh like yeah. <laughs> it's just why it's just weird. It's like you grow up a certain way and then like we yeah. you know, it's like it's it's uh, a little uh awesome and a little also I guess to be a hundred percent I don't wanna be like a super bummer. But this morning I read about the girl who was dehydrated who's seven years old who died at the border and i kind of feel like so disgusted like that is so disgusting and that's just one version of a thing that is like happening in the world but it's like i just the i'm so sorry to bring us into this into this place we can also breathe and like have gratitude and move to to like uh, then f- talking about Ariana's improv uh, <laughs> trip. Um, uh, but yeah, Matt, wow. did we get a, a butt fear from you? Oh yeah, your, give me your butt you fear, like uh, Dave. I'm sorry for stealing your butt fear. No, 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 your butt fear. No, no. You, honestly, you really helped, and you talked me you talked me through a lot of the darker parts. Of it. Okay, okay, okay. I think I got to come back to my butt fear, kind of like your Vanderpump. Okay, I, I'm, I, we'll come back to it when it really comes to me. Okay, yeah, I want an authentic one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should, um, we, should we then take a break? Should we just shake it, yeah, shake it off a, a little bit? Yeah. Do take some little, stretching exercises. Take a little stretch. Take a little breathe. Come on back with more secrets, more fears, and more realness. <laughs> My New Year's resolution is better teeth. Mine too. Really? Well, but my better teeth for me. Not, oh. your, not yours are great. Oh. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, I feel abandoned on that one. But we're on okay. the same page. Okay. But luckily, Candid is here to make it convenient and affordable and easy to straighten our teeth. That's right. Their clear aligners are sent directly to your home and customized specifically for you to fix and straighten your teeth. 
you use their at-home modeling kit. You send back your impressions, some photos. And then Candid's network of highly trained orthodontists reviews your specific case, provides you with a 3D preview of what your treatment looks like. And then when you get that preview, you decide if you want to move forward or not. Wow. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have any questions at all. They'll even set up a video call to walk you through the modeling process. Candid's treatment takes an average of six months, costs 65% less than braces. It will literally save you thousands. And I look forward to saving yeah. a ton of money and having gleaming straight teeth. Brace free. Brace free. How about that? You are one step away from getting straighter, wider teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee and go to candidco.com slash homo to save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash homo. Get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash homo. Well, I know this. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, or ETFs. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say that because I don't know my business page. Options, cryptos, all commission-free. And if you're a stock market newcomer like me, you can mm -hmm. invest for the first time with true confidence. Yep. Other brokerages charge up to 10 bucks for every trade. Robinhood doesn't. They don't charge any commission fees at all means you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. If you're on the web, you can view stock collections like 100 Most Popular, as well as sectors like entertainment and social media, and more curated categories like female CEOs. Nice. You can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed. Uh, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Mm -hmm. And Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple or Ford or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Sign up at homophilia.robinhood.com. That's homophilia.robinhood.com. Is Jennifer Aniston really here? Oh. Well, that's where we'll start. So, um, Matt, would you like to explain? Uh, what, what can I say? I wrote that. I wrote, I signed Jennifer Aniston's name. You For the listener, the eyes are dotted with hearts. Mm -hmm. And so you're about the 12th person since I watched him do that, who, who has said, was Jennifer Aniston here? And I love the idea that people just assume that Jennifer yeah. Aniston would die. You know what I would, she would sign her name like I that. think that you guys should pretend Jennifer Aniston is a sponsor and whenever someone naturally asks that, play the same commercial that you made. Sure. Our sponsors are I Love, her eye drops, uh, Smart Water, sure. her Avino. Um, she has eye drops? She's, oh, yeah. She is a spokesperson for eye drops. Sabrina, the, the eyes are the windows to her soul. And when her eyes are irritated or dry, her friends notice it and they ask, what's wrong? Wait, there's a commercial that has that? Oh, you bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, show yeah. it all to you. Okay, cool. Um, can I tell you guys a tip that I forgot to tell you earlier? Sure. Um, so I missed a flight the other day because I set my alarm for PM instead of AM. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So silly. And I was traveling for the first time with my son. I had like, I like made food prepped. I like got everything ready. And then at three in the morning I deleted the 3 AM. Cause I was like, I'm not, I don't need to set two alarms. And I left at 3 15 PM. Oh, shit. So I get to the airport and I made up a uh, excuse that I, I like downloaded a Getty images or like whatever the stock images of a flat tire. And I made up the excuse that I had a flat tire on the way there. And they, the fees to change it instead of $250 was 75 bucks. Oh, so you showed have, this phone, this picture to picture of a, of a Getty images. A, <laughs> I zoomed uh, into watermark. it to make it kind of like jankier, Yeah, but like go out there and trick the airlines guys. 
trick them. I yeah. wonder if it was your picture, if it was just Wolfie's presence that they were like. Yeah. What? You know, to be honest, Wolfie was actually staring at a group of monks. And I feel like that was shining down on us for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was so cute. He was really connecting with the monks and I drew a lot from it. You That's know? Beautiful. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Where were, mm, what? Are we? Uh, should we? Is everyone? Oh, is we it, were talking about Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway. Anyway, what what to say about it? <laughs> this is a segment of the show where we just talk about Jen. Just yeah. kidding. We actually talk about your love life. My love life. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, remind Let's us how long you've been it. married. We've been Sean and I have been married for six years, and we've wow. been together for ten years. Wow. Yeah. Ten years in April, so nine and a half years. And you met like on a dance floor, sounds like? There was a party called Brownies for Bitches in San Francisco. I was doing stand up in San Francisco. My friend Boyana took me to this party. I had a gin and tonic in my hand. I looked down at the drink. No, I I said to Boyana, you know, when you're gay and single, when you're single in general, but like I think sometimes, especially when you're gay and single and you go to like the one gay party and you see the gay people. It's just feels so boutique limited, no selections. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to Boyan, I'm never going to be attracted to anyone again. And then I took a sip of my magic gin and tonic. The monks stared at Wolfie, <laughs> a time warp. And I saw Shauna dancing. It was wild. It, and I like, I felt all this, you know, I mean, I felt attracted to her is what I felt. And then I like try, I sat beside her for a while, tried to talk to her. And then I didn't. And then at the end of the I try I pretended I smoked. She was smoking back then. Uh, and I borrowed a cigarette from my friend and was like, can I have a light? And then her like butch friend lit it and started talking to me. And I was like, get away. You know what I'm trying to do here. Um, and oh, I just kicked myself. Uh, I just did an X-Men move where I kicked my whole chair against the wall. <laughs> Um, if you see what, if you could see what I do physically when I'm on podcasts, yeah. it's a whole, it's her physical Cirque du Soleil but... adjacent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I finally talked to her and at the end of the night, I just gave her the business card. I feel like I've already told the story on this podcast. You, you I might even, have. I, don't I think I just know. did. Right. Didn't I say when you were talking about your butt fear? I we told this the exact story. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah, to the business but, card. But basically, but that's the more detailed version of it. And then I just started, you know, being a regular old psycho, showing up in San Francisco two weeks later. She let me wear a ring. I resized it immediately. I put her furniture up on Craigslist. She had mentioned that she wanted to move to New York that day. And I just was like, let's get things. Let's get it started in here. <laughs> Wait, wait, Let's wait. get it started in here. You were living in New York, but you were in San Francisco <laughs> and you got her to move to New York? Yes. Yeah. And, and how long? She's a wardrobe stylist and she'd been doing stuff in, in SF and it was like she was going to either move to L.A. or New York. So I was just like, the more expensive one, baby, the harder one, baby. How long did you know each other before she you got her to move? Six months. Oh, OK. okay. I we took it, and then she like made me not live with her at first. Like she like moved into her own place, which was like a good, healthy thing. Um, and I would just like be at her house when she came home. I just like loved her. So I just like, uh, yeah. And I won her for my whole life and I love her so much. And she's so sweet. It was her birthday last week and I did my first good surprise because I always ruin surprises. I, I flew her dad in. 
Um, and it was so cute. He, she got home from work and, uh, we brought her to the backyard of my friend's place and he was smoking a joint. Uh, and he was like, uh, heard there's a party going on and it was just, he was like, so yeah, yeah. He's super chill. Uh, and picturing Dennis Quaid. You should picture Dennis Quaid. Mm -hmm. Picture Dennis Quaid was in the Navy for 20 years. You know, he's like, he's like this, uh, you know, don't bring your fist to a gun show is what he actually told someone once. Wow. Yeah. They were in line for like a car wash or something. Some like slick guy overtook him and they started arguing. (laughs) And then he goes, the guy's like, you want me to get out and fight you? And then my father-in-law goes, just careful bringing fist to a gun show. Uh, Not to a gun fight, but to a gun show. Uh, maybe a fight. Own... Oh, no, no. He did say fight. Sorry. So sorry. Uh, uh, okay, Sometimes, okay. you know, you photocopy a quote enough times and a fight <laughs> turns into a show. Uh-huh. I don't actually have a father-in-law. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So then, and then I got a limo. Ooh. Yeah. Then we drove all around the city, had a dinner, drove around after the dinner, limo, fun times. So basically, I turned, you guys asked about my love life. And at the end, I just did a little uh, nod to me old self. I love this is it. what we want. We just want a picture of what's oh, that, going okay. on. Okay, so that's what's going on. That's what happened last week. We've been traveling so much with Wolfie. He's been to New York six times. He's wow. 10 months old. And he's just a fabulous little baby. He's so good, guys. Ugh. To hold him is to love him. And to, he's just so pure. I mean, I, those pictures, he is he's just he's a juice factory. He's he's very juicy. Yeah, he is. He's and gorgeous. then like a couple of weeks ago, um, the our donor, uh, like paternal sperm angel mm-hmm. daddy mm-hmm. Uh, was in town with his girlfriend. And that was so cute. And we went to Palm Springs and Joshua Tree. And oh, wow. it's just so sweet to see them together. And like we're kind of, you know, like finding our relationship like we uh, if you don't probably you don't know this, but we I, I met our donor, uh, Shauna and I were on vacation and he was my surf instructor. And then I asked him the second lesson. I like made a second lesson to ask him in between that. There was a beat where I told Shauna and she's like, you're crazy. Then I introduced her to him and she was like, you can ask him. It, there was like an immediate it was like a, she's like hyper mystical. And there's also this thing where she, eight years ago she had a dream about wolves and woke up and was like, our baby's name is Wolfie. And I was like cool. You're like a weirdo and you make those decisions and perfect. Our baby's name is Wolfie. And then, uh, after I had felt this connection with him in the water, the first lesson, it's like, you know, a surf lesson is just staring at each other, really yeah. waiting for waves and just looking at someone very close. And, um, when he turned around, he had a tattoo of a fucking wolf on his back and it was just like, Oh, Okay. I'm not, you know, I'm like daughter of immigrants, skeptical Jaleese, but like the more, it's just like either, whether it, it, you know, whether you're looking for connections and they're there or it's mystical, it just, it it just feels like. That's a pretty hard one to ignore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so he was visiting and that was cute. So. That happened. What was your relationship like with him in between asking him to do it and Wolfie being born? Like, were you, um, he came to visit once. Um, and that was before he, his girlfriend's from Germany. And so after that, he flew to Germany to go meet her. And now she lives in Mexico. They also met in the water like a month after he had like a wild month in the water. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) getting a lot done in the water. Yeah. I feel like if, yeah, just take a surf lesson or teach a surf lesson. Um, you'll change your life. 
So he so he came to visit when Shauna was pregnant to kind of like celebrate because we thought it would take longer. It was like just wildly like we did it in an Airbnb. He came into a cup. We put in a syringe. Shauna and I had sex like he left the Airbnb. Shauna and I had sex. Um, and then I put the after she came, I put the sperm inside of her and then made her come again. <laughs> There's wow. like a real subplot where I'm just selling myself as a lover <laughs> and a wife. I, didn't I like to get that... limos and make women come. <laughs> I'm on Vanderpump rules. <laughs> <laughs> You're everyone's dream wife, basically. That's I look, if that's what you gather from some of the details that I share in my stories, then that's up to you, but ultimately she came a lot and the, then we then he came back in um and then we watched Moana with her hips raised. And that was the night that Wolfie was conceived. Isn't that I didn't wild? even know that it could go like that. Me neither. I thought it was going to be so difficult. I thought like, you know, there was no examples growing up of lesbians having babies in an easy way. It seemed like it was going to be like p- pushing a fucking boulder up a hill. And that it would have to involve a lot of like medical stuff. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean literal boulder and hell. Like the boulder was the medical stuff. You're like, yes, yes uh, totally. Yes. The old fable where you gain a, a baby challenge. at the top of a hill. Yeah. yeah. That's simply what I pictured. I mean, it's like an American gladiator <laughs> baby giveaway. And of course, the medical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that it's it's that recipe. That's the recipe you need. And truly, like, I just feel lucky about this sort of uh, I feel lucky that Wolfie can, you know, that this is the style. This is the style that worked for us. And in the future, you know, for that question of like, what's the next? I think we'll just kind of move forward with knowing that, like, the way he came into the world was a very sort of harmonious and flowing way and we'll kind of navigate the next baby that yeah. way too. What were the conversations that you and Shauna had um like while she was pregnant about like what his role would be, what the donor's role would be or would I think be? it just felt like kind of we all just understood it and I'm sure we're kind of crafting it as we go. Like he lives in Mexico, he has a, a relationship with like a very sweet cutie that like moved to Germany and they're like traveling around and they make rings. They have a um, business called glimpse adventures and they, they like learned how to like they, first they were making they, their van crashed down near a crystal mine and they got all this opal. So they started making jewelry f- from it. And as they toured around Mexico, they would go to markets and sell it. And then from that, from a market, they met a silversmith who taught them how to make silver. And actually you can buy their rings when they were visiting our friend owns a shop in, um, in Venice called inland and you can get their jewelry there. Ooh. So now you've got another sponsor. Is it uh, unisex? Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's like just uh, cool crystals that they've found in Mexico. Wait, is that the name of the store? I think it is. What I love is that you found somebody who was able to receive that question the second time he met you and say like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, we you know so I mean? after our first lesson we had we drank some mezcal and chatted. But yeah, that that was like, you know, it was in the water. It was like a beat then like I asked him, I was like, you know, again, sort of here's this moment that you need to land or or not. And that's yeah. I mean, I guess when we tie it back to what we were saying about like anxiety before an audition or something, it's like either meant to be or not. But right. it feels important cuz it feels meant to be, I guess. 
right? Sure. Like I said, uh, would you be interested? I've never asked anyone this before and don't feel any pressure, but my wife and I would like to have a baby. And we were wondering if you would be interested in helping. And he just uh, looked at me for a bead and smiled and was like, uh, that sounds interesting. He's like, I don't know what that, like how that works or what we would do, but uh, you guys are a beautiful couple, and if I can help you, then that sounds interesting. Wow. Yeah. So sweet. So, so sweet. And then my little Wolfie came into the world. It's Wolfie. just so wild. And then, yeah. and, and before Wolfie... Oh, um, you were saying what kind of conversations about him. So I think for him, it will like find our place, but it really, like we are the parents. We have paperwork that my friend Boyana, who was at the party where Shauna and I met, mm-hmm. actually happens to be this badass Serbian chick that was like, got, I think she, yeah, a few years ago, she was just like, I'm, I want to have a baby. None of my relationships seem like they're headed in a way where we're going to do it together. I'm going to switch my Tinder to men and I'm going to start meeting men. And she met a dude that she really vibed with and asked him and he was down. He was like in his forties and didn't have a baby. And she did it in that way. in that like homemade way that was like, Oh, that seems like really at first when she told me, I'm like, you're crazy. But then yeah. there I am holding the syringe of sperm three years later. Cause it's crazy good. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a cool loophole that we can kind of take chart as women. Cause also I feel like there's so much, I think there is a reality where a lot of women do want to have babies, but then there's pressure to like be at a certain place in your relationship or life. And then there's fertility and women, you know, women have to decide or in the past they've had to, I think, decide way too early whether they want a child or not. And it's, and like, I think then also women have had to be in a specific like relationship to have a baby, but now it's like, Oh no, you can like have your career. You can like meet someone later. You can like, not stay with this fucking person because you, but because that's what you want. Like you can, there's a little more control in, in it. And that's so sweet, sweet and cool. I know this is also maybe like a frustrating story because sometimes like when I tell it, it's like, and it was just so easy. (laughs) It's like we all have different destinies when it comes to fertility, but like, you know, consider it from this perspective of like, we knew that we would never like as many times as we fucked ever be like, and we're pregnant, you know, like we always knew it would have to be this alternative way. It, 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 but it is, it sounds like a pretty dreamy way. It was a really dreamy way. There's, it's like a surf. It starts with a surf lesson. Uh, he's really beautiful. Yeah. Did, was getting engaged dreamy? How did that go down? Oh, getting engaged was, I learned a lesson from it. It, I thought get like proposing it had like, there's a magic element, right? Because there's surprise. And I thought that the magic would be tied to like a magic trick but really it's like the magic of the moment, you know, like we're vibing so much, like here we are and this is the moment and I had the ring prepared and I'm escalating that real moment. It ties back to being present. Mm. Um, so baby Jalise did not, <laughs> baby Jalise did <laughs> planned a big magic trick instead. And then Sh- baby Shauna, we were in Greece in Corfu and my friend Mae Martin, who's a really funny comic, you guys should have her on if you're ever in England, 
maybe you'll be in England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do England stuff. Yeah, I do. I love yeah. England stuff. She's so funny. Mae Martin. She has my name tattooed to her ankle. We were at comics in Toronto. Uh, besties, 15, 16 years old. Anyways, so May and I, May's parents fell in love in uh, England and bought a monastery in on Corfu. And it's gorgeous. And it's like overlooking, just like you see the sea. Um, and grapevines. So I tied our wedding rings into a fishing line and I put them up in the grape, oh, on top of a bundle of grapes and I put them up in the grapevines and like put a rock to weigh it down. And the plan was that I would bring her out there and then be like, da 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 da, you know, like floating rings, which is just like, what? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Like it was not, I guess, I yeah, if she didn't drink um, a strawberry daiquiri that the fucking waiter pushed so hard, like so delicious, fresh strawberry, perfect Greek accent. Uh, Come to Vanderpump for good daiquiri. I love your vampire waiter. Uh, (laughs) So he he was a vampire because he fucking poisoned my wife. She got so sick. It was like one of the sickest I've ever seen her just shitting and puking at the same time and like vibrating and just like, and we're like in the, on this remote island and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is a downside of being on a remote island is like here it is the weekend with no doctor and my wife is dehydrated and like uh, my fucking rings are on the grapes oh, fuck. my fucking rings are out there <laughs> so she's like you know laying on the bathroom floor and the next day was supposed to be the day that we both proposed at the same time because we knew that may, may proposed to her girlfriend at the time they're not uh, married uh, only one of us could survive Ooh. but it, we had like you know this like best friend idea of it too where she, we would both get engaged at the same time <laughs> and uh, anyway Shauna was like you know uh, on her deathbed while that was happening and I just kept on cutting the the rings out of the uh, off the fishing line and retying a knot to like I didn't want to leave them out there but it ended up being like a full maybe th- a day and a half later that I finally she felt better and we were about to leave Corfu and the whole idea is like we're gonna get engaged on Corfu like it's not gonna happen it's gotta happen it's like I planned a trick yeah um so she finally is like good enough to like walk like she's weak but she you know she's like nibbling on a tiny piece of toast like the first thing in her belly and I like wheel her out to the under the grape uh vines and at and I was so confident up until then because I was like, yeah, I'm proposing to my wife who, like, I know wants to marry me. It's like, the stakes aren't high here. This isn't, like, some kind of showcase, uh, you know. And uh, <clears throat> and then it hit me, like, all of the nerves. I was like, oh, my God, this is so vulnerable. Like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm fucking, like, I, uh, and so I lay beside her. She was trembling, like, you know, trying to read a magazine or whatever. And I like lay beside her on the beach chair and I was like, you love me, right? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, like what? Yes. (laughs) And I was like, okay, because I really love you. And and I got up. I like didn't have a it's so fucked up that I didn't have a thing planned to like, you know, you just was like I picked up the rock and then I descended the grapes. (laughs) I basically did like a little banter like that, like you love me, right? I love you too. I just love you so much. And (laughs) I like descended the grapes. What does she think is happening while you're descending the grapes? Nothing. She's She's like, like, what what is happening? Like there's floating (laughs) grapes is mainly what she sees. (laughs) 
And then I'm like so vulnerable because in my I haven't even I haven't said, will you marry me even? I'm like, huh? (laughs) And she's like, what do you what's happening? And I was like, will you marry me? And she was like, really? And I was like, yes. And then she was like, yes. And then we were engaged. Uh, but my lesson from that <laughs> is definitely try and escalate a real moment. But isn't it interesting that in the two moments when Shauna, when I met Ricky, where Wolfie was conceived, and the night before I proposed to Shauna, or the two days before I proposed to Shauna, she was like puking. She was like expunging her old self because my Ooh. wife is a witch. Yeah, is she? She so- is. Yeah, she is. She totally is. She's like connected. Like there's no look, no matter how skeptical you are about energies, energy exists, physics exists and to be and, and she is connected in some way that is like like that dream and the wolf tattoo. It's there I was going to ask Ricky that that like, you know, if that was the destiny that we were going to meet, but that she can kind of call things, I think. How big a part of her life is that is like mysticism? Um, she likes it a lot. She, you know, she lived in San Francisco. We spent too money, too much money on crystals. Mm-hmm. Too money on crystal. <laughs> too many crystal. But you know, I'll put one on my forehead. Uh, I think the odds are good. Put a crystal on your forehead. What's uh, what's your crystal recommendation? I don't really know, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> my just... manager is also in it. She in, she got me like some really cool crystals. I just uh, I let the ladies take care of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we have to have Shauna on to ask absolutely. Crystal oh, you should definitely have her on. She's such a cutie. She'd just be so cute. What were your relationships <laughs> like before? I know you had given up on being attracted to people. Oh, were I was. I was like in a, a relationship. Serial- um, I had was in a serious relationship for two and a half years, six months before I met Shauna. Okay. So I got broken up with after I moved to New York. I I'm a romantic for sure. Like I uh, I the two times before Shauna that I was in love, I was just like very loyal. I like you know I like partnership. I like being a. I, but I won't fall. I don't want you to get the wrong impression. I won't fall in love with just anyone. It's just me and you. Babe. But when you do, you but when hard. I do, I fall hard. You get a limo. You get your dad on your birthday. You get a come when we conceive, and you get to shit your fucking brains out when something big happens, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my first relationship was when I was eighteen. That was like for two and a half years. Little bit of Pharisees was happening because I was a little bit closeted. Eighteen, like very like wearing hoop earrings in Toronto being like, I'm pretty straight and focused on my career. <laughs> Just like so confused. It was like one of those books. Like my son has a book where like you can change people's outfits and like you can put like a nurse on the top and a lawyer for the torso. And then like, uh, what's a cool legs dancer legs. Uh, yeah. Um, I was like that, but like fam butch, fam butch, like trying to wear like, um, I remember the summer before the summer before I went to high school, I tried to like reinvent myself to be feminine because I was like, the problem is my fashion. I just need to put the girl clothes on and the rest will follow. So I went to Le Chateau. I got like tight flares. I got a butterfly beret, silver butterfly beret. Not no, sorry. Beret is the wrong. It's like a head. What am I describing? Uh, A headband. Headband. Yeah. Like a like a silver headband (laughs) with a silver butterfly. 
Oh my God, guys, just imagine how terrible. I just was, uh, yeah, in drag, going to school, trying to fix my life. Walking through the Mandy Moore candy video is how I'm picturing it. Singing the Mandy Moore candy sure, video. Yeah, no, sure. yeah, for sure. Oh my God. I'm loving you like candy. I'm being careful to make it copyright free. It would <laughs> Thank be you. I appreciate perfect that. renditions of all the songs I've sang if I wasn't worried about you guys and licensing. <laughs> and I'm loving you like jujubes. <laughs> How long did the uh, did the drag period last? Oh, it like dipped in and out. The interesting thing is like I feel like I was very connected to where I really feel comfortable gender wise, uh, gender expression wise. Uh, when I was a younger, like when I like ran around the playground with no shirt on and like had a mushroom cut and like, it took me kind of like Sean, my wife, Sean is a wardrobe stylist and it took kind of being with her to feel like, Oh, Oh, I don't need to wear the kind of makeup or wear the kind of clothes just to like audition for a part. That's not going to be the part that I get. You know, it's mm -hmm. like just being, myself and like going like moving in a fashion direction that it that makes sense that makes me actually feel good and confident is going to be the way that I book a thing that I'm going to book yeah because I remember I mean like I guess I don't know about you guys but like there's I think there's a pressure always to when you're growing up to like be some version of normal yeah so like really there's like pictures of me dude it's really because I started doing stand-up when I was 16 before I knew I was gay I was like doing material where I was like, you know, when a guy has a crush on you and you're like, I'm boring next, like <laughs> as soon as you like me, I don't like you. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, uh, I think it was maybe like 10 years, like, yeah, 10 years ago where I shifted more into, I don't know. Did you guys wear embarrassing things? I guess men don't oh. really feel a pressure to like, oh. Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like gender wise, like, I guess, like, well, did you ever feel like, but you're like, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Uh, you can drag yourself up in a, in a more traditionally stereotypically. Oh masculine yeah. I guess fashion way. is kind of, it can be gay if you're like yeah. in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I sure. Yeah. Any, any college picture of mine is you're going to see a. Uh, just I a had, terrified young kid. <laughs> I had Struggling. This, a really tough time. Like the year I was like coming out and I had gone from small town Ohio to New York. And uh, I went from being like a cool kid in my high school to being in fucking New York City and trying my best to like assemble a wardrobe that look, that I thought looked like urban and cool yeah. and like – well, New York has such a presence. And, like, yeah. And I, I, I had like a, I had a leather jacket, but it was like a long leather jacket that I would wear. I was so disgusting. It was so gross. Oh my god, a long Very leather major. jacket. Yeah. Matt have, in a long leather jacket. And I have jacket. braces that I was always trying to cover in pictures, and it was a really, really braces are so bad. It just makes your face bad for the time that you have braces. You can't have a There's great no face with braces. No. Is that rude? That's true. Yeah. Is it like? Are you gonna? Get braces? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I had braces for two and a half years. Every picture that I look at myself at that time, it's like, well, I well, guess. Well, you probably had it at an appropriate age. Yeah. 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 18. I guess stuff, if like someone's like stuff. super hot with braces, I guess they could make it seem cool. Yeah. I can't think of any hot braces. Like Miley Cyrus with braces. Didn't Gwen Stefani have braces? Like, oh, yeah. while she was famous? But she got less 
you know. Well, Tom Cruise had them very recently, like really? in his forties. Yeah. Really? Do people still love? Like, is he still sexy? Like, is he a sexier old man? Like, he's so marketable. I don't know that he's ever been sexy. He's been handsome, but yeah. I don't know that he's. He doesn't. I can't imagine what sex with him would even. Do you think Scientology be like. kills people? Oh, I well maybe. I mean, I think that they. I think that genuinely something is up with uh, what's her name is Shelley. 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 Miscavige's wife. Oh yeah, the, what's up with her? She's that has been in, she's in hiding and and there's all these theories oh. that like they um they keep her medicated oh, and no. they keep her um she's like a hostage. Oh my god. Some fucked up stuff. Yeah. Yeah, my goal with this podcast is that every 25 to 30 minutes I want to drive us into a really sad ditch. Yeah, something <laughs> It always surrounds death of a woman and <laughs> I think it's my right. <laughs> And you know when that happens, we just sit in it. And we just breathe. We yeah. breathe right into it. We, we stay present. Right, right we stay into present. it. But yeah, no. Tom Cruise makes fun look like work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when he, <laughs> you know, when he's singing "Werewolves of London" and "The Color of Money," it's like this is a person who is trying to look like they're having fun, right? And and it just see, I, I see the, the effort, and I just feel like any sexual thing with him would be like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked him before, and it was completely disconnected. It <laughs> yeah. was so weird. He was reading a fucking magazine. I was eating grapes. My <laughs> wife was putting a ring on that was attached to the bundle of grapes. It was such a mess. What a lot of work. And you were like, Shauna, we got to find a different way to get some sperm. Uh, honey, Tom we can't do it. it this way. I can't keep licking this dick while he reads a mag. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned Miley Cyrus. Is that one of you? Is that a celeb crush? Well, I really like, um, there was a time, oh, I fr- I'm like really bad with knowing albums and stuff, but I really liked that tour where she had like a huge blow up thing of her dog that had recently died. And um, I did fly to New York to go to SNL when she was performing. And I did dance with her in a dance circle and feel like this is so electric and amazing. Um, I also really like that video of her and Ariana Grande where she's they're kind of like flirting. I think it's like real sexual energy between two very popular young women Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. own their sexuality and set. And it was just like, cool. Piers That's Morgan cute. is such a loser. Oh, fuck him. What a fuck such him. a fucking big fuck loser. Him. Didn't he have a show on CNN? Yes, yeah, he that did. Was a real he took thing. over like, for uh, what Larry What the fuck King. was that, CNN? What? Why did we pivot to him? What is? I just what was thinking of Ariana Grande's tweets again. Like, Piers Morgan and Ariana Grande were, like, tweeting recently. And because he uh, is such a dumb fuck. And she basically was, like, kind of owning him on certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, like, he had posted a picture of him, like, topless or something. But it wasn't his real body, I don't think. And it was some weird no. thing that he did. Gross. And she was like, but it's okay when you do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is totally cool. But you talk about us being sluts. Yeah. And, uh... Obviously, he said something out of his fucking garbage hydrocolon therapy face. Yeah, his $15 Groupon. His $15 Groupon (laughs) anal Uh fissure hydrocolon (laughs) therapy. Wait, what's your fear? Do you have one yet? I think it might be. I think it's it, it it has something to do with like with like get with aging and like being unattractive. It does have I, I don't know what how I would articulate what the fear is. I guess everybody has that. I have a good step. thing that memory from my mom that really helped shape my approach to that. My mom Ursula Fry, Swiss Lady of the Year. Oh, I heard some of her advice earlier. Yeah, uh, that's so embarrassing that I've already told you <laughs> backstage advice from my mom. But she, I was in the, I think I was like seventeen, and I, it was like my first year doing stand up, and I got like a youngest 
thing of the you know I was like collecting those youngest titles. My bio was like voted not only person. the youngest person to eat at this restaurant, but the youngest person to do ever a joke. <laughs> uh, that's I just why, like the uh, idea of you winning youngest person. Yeah, just like you know the articles because yeah. I was sweeping those things because I was like, oh, there's a fucking sixteen year old brown girl telling jokes. Let's <laughs> give her a shout out in Now Magazine. So. I said to my mom, like, you know, mom, I, I think I might really like have a hard time getting older because, you know, <laughs> what a loser. I was about 17 <laughs> years old, still probably had half a mustache <laughs> to electrolyze off. And I was like, I think, you know, I might have a hard time getting older. Uh, and my mom was like, oh, then you will. And I was like, what? <laughs> like she's like yeah you definitely will like if that's the way you're thinking now then you'll you're definitely going to have a hard time getting older if that's your mentality about it mm. that's like only in your mind you're making that up and it's you know it's yeah. like i guess the 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 impending death is like a fearful thing like i think getting closer to death is one thing but i think obviously also like our society like this idea of like oh, a white hair. It's like, mm. fuck you. This is where we're going. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what, that's what advice. my mom, yeah. I'm taking it. I'm breathing it in. Breathe it in. Breathe it all in. Uh, Sabrina, thank you so much. I can't believe here. it's over. It doesn't ever have to be over. over. You're welcome back here anytime you like. Ugh. You're going to be back for a third time. You're going to be in the th- uh, three club. Like, you know, on SNL, yeah. when they have the um, multiple times oh you posted club. Oh, my God. You guys are too jacket. kind, too sweet. I love you. Your fashions are amazing. Thank, oh, wow. High you. praise coming from you. Your yeah. ability to land an audition is incredible. Thank you. Your youth is in your oh. goddamn pocket, your heart, your mind, and your spirit. And you, my friend, you love your waxer. And I think you won the European wax versus your place wax. Because you had a fucking real cell connected to your true spirit, your heart, and you're going to fucking do great on that drumming thing you were talking about. Yeah. That was all today. Wow. Everybody's lifted Breathe the fuck in one. for one more four seconds before we leave. Ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, America's youngest person, <laughs> Sabrina Jones. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina. Well, thank you, Sabrina Jaliz. Uh, but before we go, Dave, you have uh, earmarked a page in mm-hmm. His Own Way Out mm-hmm. from the Rise Up series, book one. Um, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. <clears throat> but look how good things are now. You're in Cowshitsville, cutting class legally and smoking a bowl with me. What could be better? She grinned. Blake smiled and leaned against the thick trunk of the tree. Not much. Wow. Well, I mean, that's Shilling. just... Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's a little, it's a, it's a moment in time, a moment in time with a lady, I guess. I mean, oh, so he well, really it's, is a, it's bisexual. his good friend. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I don't I don't want to spoil. So too much excited of it. to read this on the beach in Laguna. Oh my god! I mean, and think of the friends you'll make. Oh yeah, people will have read it. I'm gonna really connect with the people of Orange County over this. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be like the Out on a Limb by Shirley MacLaine of yep. 2018. Yeah, well, 2019. <laughs> really enjoy it. 
Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And yep. uh, thank you, everybody. Earwolf. Thank you, Ryan. Merry thank Christmas, Ryan. Thank you, Dana. Merry Christmas, thank Dana. Thank you, Matt. Thank Merry you, Christmas, Matt. Colin. Thank Merry you, Christmas, Ben Colin. Wise, for that beautiful, beautiful music. Oh, Ben Wise, Merry Christmas. And you too out there. Yes. And you too. And you too, Dave Holmes. You, you are the treasure. Finn. Uh, Dave, you're a precious jewel. Thank you. And everybody, we'll see you next week. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.